welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome to the Trust Talk Sessions. I'm your host, Joni Advent-Maher, and it is my great joy to welcome back Diana Bilyeu. Diana is a writer, storyteller, spiritual teacher, coach, and the founder of Sacred Woman Awakening. She specializes in supporting women to restore their sexual, intuitive, healing, and creative energy by by clearing past traumas and calling back their authentic power. She's trained in energy therapy and shamanic practice, and and she did that for 15 years before establishing her own internationally recognized modality, Sacred Womb Awakening, in 2018. And she currently lives with her beloved daughter on the magical island of Ibiza, Ibiza, Spain. And Diana was with us first, I think it was, uh, when was it? It was about three years ago. And her episode is number 17, Sacred Womb Awakening. So delighted to have you here, Diana. Welcome back. Thank you, Joni. It's a real honor to be here with you. Mm. It is a pleasure to have you back. It really is. And I would love to just hear what is present for you in your life, in your work, as it relates to trust these days. Thank you, Joni, for that question. Well, trust has been really at the forefront for me in the period that we are living through and Mm. that we've just been living through. And it feels to me that I've been in two experiences in the last few weeks and months. Uh, One of them has been fired up nervous system, shock, uh, fear, and trying to get a sense of a handle on my reality and trying to control it. Mm. And another state has been surrender and openness to the mystery and letting go of old plans and structures and actually going back to this very simple principle of mine, which is that which is meant to come to me will come and being guided to not do so much, but to really trust that things are unfolding always according to a divine dance, and that I just need to find my aligned wisdom and action within it. 
and then everything can flow and unfold in a graceful manner. Wow. Wow. That is, um, that is a practice for this time for sure. <laughs> and I, I love that you are, are sharing both the reality of, of the shock and the anxiety, as well as the invitation of, of what you've been called into and what you've been living into over this time. And I assume perhaps similar to myself that, that it is, it's getting easier now that we've been doing this for a while. Indeed it is getting easier because like every new situation um, we learn to deal with a new reality and a new, a new frequency Yes. And it feels like we're all being called to step much more into our feminine because so much of the foundation of our, perhaps for some of us, I know this is true for me, our masculine aspect, which likes to be in control and likes to be in charge, has really been forced to resign, mm. to take leave the board and take a very subservient position. <laughs> company. Good way. Yes. I like, I like the way you're expressing that. Yes. You're very right. We're asked to, to be and to step into that more feminine as essence and presence. Yes, we are. And it feels as though what I'm observing about, about the people who are around me, who are in my circle, is that the ones who are in fear um, are finding it very hard to do that surrender. Mm. So there is something about the ability to release fear and not be controlled by it, mm -hmm. which is allowing anyone who's open to this to really come into a much more expanded space. And I do believe that from that more expanded space of being will be born the new, or even is being born the new, the new worlds that we would all like to see being created. Mm. It's like we're being cracked open. And if we can respond to the situation by coming into trust and abundance and flow and gratitude and a surrender to divine unfolding, then we really can rise from the ashes of whatever's dying right now, whatever that is, and bring a new frequency of love and surrendered action into the world, which feels so needed. Yes, I'm just breathing that in. And the, one of the elements that is uh, that I am noticing these days is that to the extent that we expand, we can never fit back into that smaller self or smaller container or smaller way of relating or being. And there's something about that that is, is very comforting to me, uh, that, that this new form does take up more space and this new way 
it it is uh, expansive, but but also in some very tangible ways. And I I don't know if I'm articulating that well or clearly, but there's something about that. Like I think about if we are in living out of an old dynamic and we transcend or we grow beyond that dynamic, we can never really comfortably or easily do that particular dance or dynamic again. And it feels like on the collective, that's, that's the invitation. Mm, That's very true. That's very true. It feels true for me. Mm. And I wonder I wonder if there will be some among us who who feel that and are using this as a evolutionary impulse uh, and a point of no return. And if there'll be people who are dying for the old familiar way to be bestowed upon them again. And the chances are that it won't be available ever again. It feels like right. whatever was before is no longer available. It can't be recreated. So those of us who are welcoming, um, and I really agree with you and I concur that it's to be welcomed. The fact that that, those steps and that dance, you know, they just went out of fashion. They're not (laughs) coming back anytime soon. Um, Not even when they do a revival of that decade. Um, (laughs) Yes, yes. So I would I would love to hear. So what are the practices that you use? Or I, I know that your work is centered in sacred womb awakening, and I would love to hear how that work is supporting you in this time, or is supporting those that you're working with to to access this this new way of being in the world. Yes, thank you. Great question. And yes, I do work with the womb. And in the last months, for myself and for my my community, it's been very beautiful because really the womb is one of the keys out of that first state of being that I describe that I've been in, and I'm sure many of us have been in. <laughs> the fight or flight state, and then into the more relaxed and open state, the more, let's call it, um, you know, receive and be inspired and be abundant state. Yes. So dropping into that space of the womb first creates a really strong earth connection and there's a grounding and there's a foundation that is built quite effortlessly just by being in the space of the womb and feeling that rootedness into the earth. And that's already a huge healing. Mm-hmm. It's a huge healing. And then second, it's about really allowing the womb to be what she is meant to be, which is a vessel and a container that is designed to receive And so to be in the deep feminine of the womb is to be open and receptive to what wishes to come in. And so one of the meditations I've been doing with my global community has been very much around receiving abundance Mm. through the womb, opening and allowing the mystery of what wants to come in, into your body to be felt tangibly 
whether it's financial abundance or it's an abundance of opportunities or relationships or love or healing energy, whatever that is, to really open and allow it in and receive it in. Mm. And that function of receptivity has been so key because it's allowing people to release that fear of scarcity, which has been a collective wave, obviously, Yes. The shutdown of our economy. Yes, yes. And transform that into a kind of space of stillness and wonder about what will come now and how can I receive that? Mm. And then one of the most important areas of receptivity has been the receiving of new inspiration. So that direct soul infused inspiration of what am I now? Who am I now? What am I creating? Where's my path leading me? How do I, you know, rebirth myself at this time? And then how does that translate into actions in the world that bring me abundance and bring me well-being? And all of that alchemizes within the womb in a very beautiful way and maintains us in this very, very deep, very embodied space, which is so much more powerful than the cerebral space or the emotional state. And it's a foundation. It's like an anchor to stay in. Mm. So to give an example, the first few weeks of uh, the lockdown here in Spain, I was literally in fight or flight mode. I couldn't stay off my computer. I was desperately trying to figure out what was going on. I was reaching out to loved ones. Probably probably a fairly typical response. Yes. Um, and a few weeks in, I realized I'd lost connection to my womb and it was impacting me quite profoundly. And I made the decision to return and it was magical. And I made a commitment that every day I would come back to that space. And it was a complete game changer from one day to the next in terms of my own personal navigation of the situation. And it led to many, many new things opening. And it led to a great sense of peace for me that, for example, in my case, the clients who were meant to stay with me would stay, the new ones who were meant to arrive would arrive, and my business just kept flowing throughout this time, which mm. was very, I'm very grateful for, because that hasn't been the case for so many people. But I was able to maintain a flow, and I believe it had a lot to do with the vibration of trust that I was sitting in, thanks to that commitment to be in the womb. Yes, yes. And some of that is tapping into the foundation you had obviously created for all those years of of doing that work. So my guess is it was relatively easily to come back to that for you. And, and for those who might just be starting out, um, it might take a bit more effort or work, but, but that's why those of us who are the way showers, so to speak, are here to support with that. And I, I would love for you to share, I know you have a special gift for one of our listeners who is 
fortunate enough to win that today. Would love to hear you describe that and also to let us know if someone wanted to deepen in the sacred womb work, to let us know how they could uh, connect with you. So my free gift for one lucky lady in our audience today is an eight-week online womb awakening course, Mm. which is all about helping you connect energetically to the womb and also to release trauma and painful emotions from that space within you so that you can begin to make that very grounded embodied connection to the womb and just as i described before connect to your intuition your creativity and and your trust and your abundance so it's a beautiful eight-week journey with audio meditations and um, written theory and background from me and it's a it's a course that took me many years to develop many years of practice so i hope that's going to be an amazing gift for whoever is lucky enough to receive it. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Thank you. Go ahead. And then if you're really just starting out with womb work, if you've listened to what I've said and you're feeling intrigued, you can join my mailing list for free and you can participate in one of my global meditations. I often do womb-centered global meditations. We're often a group of people from three continents, sometimes four, coming together. And if that inspires you to go deeper, then you can also purchase my online course. And I also do a practitioner training, training women to actually Mm. become holders of space for this particular body of work. Um, So those are the offerings right now. And I really recommend that you start off just joining me for a meditation to really feel into how that resonates with you and if that's the right thing for you right now. And if it feels that the frequency of what I offer is of benefit to you. Yes, yes. And this this gift uh, that you're offering, I believe would be a great kind of dive into that womb space that you were describing, both uh, the clearing out uh, what we can sometimes carry in that part of our anatomy and energy body that obstructs our capacity to receive and connect with, with all the resource that's there. Yes, indeed. That is a really huge key. And I believe that Right now, a lot of trauma is coming up for humanity. A lot of deep layers are coming up for healing. And so there's a wonderful opportunity here right now to do this kind of work because there's so much energetic support for it on the planet. It's really a wonderful time to embrace your healing path and release the traumas and the pain and the experiences that no longer serve you and that you don't want to bring forward into your new reality. Yes. And the the last piece that just keeps coming back to me, which I know you have mentioned before, is that it is not just we as women who can do womb space work. Is that that's correct? That's right. That's right. There for men there is a deep 
sexual and creative energetic space, which can be called a womb space if you like. And obviously men carry their fair share of trauma and wounding there too. And so it's very important for men also to do masculine womb work in the way that feels right for them and guided and facilitated in the way that resonates with them. And mm -hmm. I believe there are some amazing male practitioners on the planet working with this. And I, on occasion, work with men too, which is a great privilege for me. Mm -hmm. I love that you're bringing that healing to to both the feminine and the masculine in that way. So, Diana, I want to thank you for being here with us and for rooting us as we're sitting here. I can feel this radiance from my womb space. Just as you talk about it, it's, it's like lighting up and saying, yes, I'm here. I'm a resource. Come connect with me. So, there, there's something about your vibration that I remember that from our first interview as well. So I encourage you listeners both to tune in to Diana's interview and to check out her meditations and we'll have her, all of her links in the show notes. But again, thank you for being here, Diana. Joni, thank you so much for having me as part of this series. Um, very, very honored to be here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's It really is a pleasure and a joy. Oh, so I want to thank you, our dear listener as well, for joining us today. And as always, I want to offer you the reminder to trust what your heart knows. Hey there, listener. I forgot to give instructions for how you can enter to win Diana's generous gift. So if you would like to participate and have the option of winning Diana's gift or any gift in the Trust Talk Sessions giveaway, come join us in the Trust Talk Sessions Facebook group. All the details will be there as well as speakers and our Trust Talk Session community. I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact. Impact.